calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. My name is Aram, my pronouns are he, him, and welcome to God's Fall. My name is Joe, my pronouns are he, him, and I play Lord Haldir Loran, the newly arisen god of war. Last time on God's Fall, Haldir Loran faced off against Bang Bang, the Kenku demigod of guns. After dispatching him and his henchmen, the wounded lord of Ryland hailed a taxi and was rushed away as police descended on the scene. So I walk, you know, I want to walk into the hotel, up to the desk. Desk is a bit of an exaggeration. So there's like an iron door. You could open it and it doesn't open. It's just, and it's, and it's locked. And then, it's, and then you hear someone shuffle out from behind a chair. And then you hear like something placed against the door. And then you hear this, you know, someone like you know, grunt as they climb up onto it. And this little hatch opens up on the door and you're staring at a, old halfling. He looks at you, looks at your coat, and he looks up. Who are you? What do you want? This is like almost beyond Haldir's experience. He's never been involved in underworld, hiding. Subtlety is not his specialty. He's not a fucking assassin, you know? Like Yeah, you walk into a room and people serve you. You're like, these are the things I need, and they are brought to you immediately under pain of death. He's, he's royalty. He needs a place to hide. So what I say, what I say is, I need a room. Open the fucking door, halfling. And he looks you up and down. Let me see a goat. Oh boy. <laughs> that pisses me off. He sees your face, right? You don't really hide your anger. And he like taps on, he like taps and points above you. And if you follow his finger, there's a camera pointed at you. Your choice, pal. You think I know what that camera means? You have no idea. Bold of you to assume <laughs> I know what that is. You think that intimidates me? It's been a fucking night. Like, but I need a place. I can't afford to alienate every single person I come across. You have to grit your teeth and, and bear I, this one. And I, and I acknowledge that. And so he like grits his teeth, like holding back this rage. And flips out one gold coin. Well, see, that was easy. And you hear him like kind of scramble down, pull the little step ladder he was using out of the way. There's like, click, and he opens this door and he waves you inside to this really dingy office, I suppose you could just, you, you could describe it as, come on in, your money's good here. And he looks at your coat and he's like, big T drop you off. He told me to ask for little Marco. Well, who the fuck you think I am? You kill him? <laughs> I 
That's uh, a very blunt question. Um, you like that coat? Yeah. You guys like? <laughs> no, like did, did I did I kill him? Yeah. I, mean, I just I, I look at him and I just kind of just just shake my head, you know, and it's like, no, no, he's the only professional I've met so far in this fucking city. Ah, you must be new here then. Well, look, little Marco's gonna take care of you. You come around and he runs around to his desk and he flops his giant book open. What's the name? Instead of answering, I take out another gold coin. Another gold gold coin. And he sees that you like to don't hit the table and he goes, all right. And he closes the book. So, Mr. Smith, what can I do for you? I need a room. What kind of room you want? You want a quiet room? You want a ground floor room? You want a room without windows? What you want? I mean, so here's the deal too, right? Room without windows still makes me nervous, right? Because there's one way in, there's one way out. There's no way to get fucking out of the room. So that's not necessarily something. You want one of our secure uh, rooms? Cost you one more gold, but I got you. And like, as you put down that gold, like a little trickle of blood ran down the top of your hand and he saw it and he's like, you need someone to stitch you up too? I'll, I'll just say yes. Okay, listen to me, pal. You got, your gold's good here. You got money, I got things. That's all I need to know. So he reaches and like he pulls open a desk, like there's keys on the wall behind him. He ignores them, pulls open a desk drawer, pulls out a different set of keys and slides them across the table. You go down the hallway, you take a left, you go downstairs. You're gonna find the first room on the left. That's a security room. Double bolt locks, got a camera out front. You can look it on the TV inside. All right, so I, I, um, you said first room on the left? Yeah, Sally will be down to your room 20, 30 minutes. She'll patch you up. All right, so I take the key and I, and I, and I, you know, grunt and, and walk on over. All right, yeah, I, he takes the three gold, right? <laughs> tick, tick, tick. And you walk downstairs, you take a left, and there's this big, heavy door in front of you with like this big lock, and you unlock it. And, slides open like a vault does and you step inside it slides back and there's a big huge lever to lock it shut and there's a the same thing he was pointing to that he called a camera that's hanging outside the, there's one hanging outside that door and as you step inside there's a normal tv and then there's a second smaller one in black and white that's showing an image a live image of the outside of your door now that's extremely interesting so what I want to do is very quickly open the door, touch that camera to see if it's something that I can absorb to determine whether or not it's a weapon. It's not a weapon. Okay. But it has the smallest bit of divine energy flowing through it, just like everything else that uses divine energy in order to function in place of electricity. Oh, fuck. Oh, God damn it. You know what I just realized? I'm an idiot. That's what I realized. Is that if I can touch the electricity, so can Big Daddy Haldir. In that moment, as soon as he touches that, he has this revelation of like, what have I been doing? I need you to roll a perception roll in this exact moment. 13. There's a moment just for a second where you think about this camera and you think about the other thing that was a camera and you think about the image that was taken of you 
And if that, and that had some divine energy too. And if that person was divine and they have control over cameras, you might be in trouble. Oh no. So, all right. So we've got a God of guns, right? Cameras exist. Yep. Why wouldn't we also have a God of like cameras, surveillance generally? Do you want to know what their name is? Sure. Kodiak light painter. Demigod (laughs) of cameras. Oh shit. All right. So in this moment, like this, this flash of clarity, like I'm out. There's a, there was a camera at the front of the building. There was a camera at my fucking door. Literally so, five feet from you. Yeah. So he's um, out. So like I'm out of the door and, I, and I'm and I'm going out of the building. I'm not saying anything to this guy. Actually, even no. So before. All right. So before I'm out, what I want to do is open the door. And I'm assuming the camera doesn't. Does, does it show the door specifically or just the hallway? It shows like right outside the door. So it's like pointed down. You see just the edge of the door and then the hallway in front of it. It's like a up. So what I want to do is like reach up and rip that camera off of the wall. Sure. Easily you know, enough. Like, like use sh- use whatever packed weapon I have yeah. and like cut it off Easy. or whatever. So it Your doesn't scimitar show me. cuts through that like butter and it just right. falls so off. So it doesn't the wall. show me leave. And so, and then, and then head out. Head, head to the front. Um, Soon as you, st- like in the hallway you're in, there's an exit sign further down. There's a lit up bright sign that says exit. And it's pointing down to a second hallway beyond you. That wasn't the way you came in. Um, yeah, that's that's the way that's the way I'm going. I don't want anyone to know that I've left. Sure. Right? So I don't want to walk past the office again. Right. Um, I mean, he's going to send the, ah, fuck. The issue is he's going to send somebody in to stitch me up, right? So they're going to find out in about 15 minutes, 20 minutes that I'm no longer there. You got a very, very narrow head start. But it's better for me to get out like ASAP. So I, I want to go out. I want to, you know, I want to scan as I'm going for these cameras. Anything that I can see, if there are any other doors. Sure. Like I do not want to be seen again by these cameras. So you follow this, you follow, you follow this exit sign. It goes into this dim hallway. There's no cameras. You take a right. There's a second door. You push that door open and you kind of look outside. And there's another camera outside that door. This is, opens up onto the onto the street. Oh shit! Everything is connected. Um, if I can see him, he can see me at all times. Um, so why didn't I think about that previously? Yeah, because you're from a place where there's wagons and crossbows. That's why. That's it took, true. It, 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 to be fair, it took you like three hours to figure it all out. It's like <laughs> the camera. Seeing, like how dear seeing himself in the camera. It was like, oh, oh my God. And you slide around this and you're like walking down this small street and you pass another one of those stores that have a couple TVs in the window. And as you do, there's like, bum, 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 breaking news. And then there's a photo of you in a taxi. If you've seen this man, he is very dangerous and he is armed. Look out, do not confront him. Call the police. I'm fucking Hal Deer. Like, I am Hal Deer. What do you mean, call the police? I run the city. And then they quickly start talking about how there is an impersonator. <sighs> Shit. God damn it. All right. All the screens are showing the news, right? Except for one, which is just kind of white and fuzzy. And just above it, you can hear a girl's voice. Hal Deer. 
Haltier. So I, I'm gonna run up to like that screen and be like, Caitlin, Caitlin. And it's like fuzzy for a second, and then it like it it like line, 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 and then you you see her. It's 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 still kind of like not a great signal, and it's rolling back and forth. Are you okay? I mean, like, yeah, I'm fine. So, In a uh, way. <laughs> so, uh, what, I, what I say is, um, like, what a stupid question, first of all. Hey, like, hey, hey, we're like, friends. St- I'm trying here. We're wait, wait, do we do say it out loud or just think I, I haven't said it out loud. Okay. No, 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 gotcha. No, yeah. not, not out loud. Yeah, I'm just yeah. thinking. Great. So, I, I still need her, right, to get back. So, I say, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, where are you? Well, I don't really understand it. I'm like in here, but also there. Oh, wait, you have a phone. So I, t- I, I pick it up. Is it a flip phone? Yeah. You just, yeah, just flip off. So I'm trying to like manipulate it. Like, and so I slowly open it up from the hinge. And you open up in the hinge and the buttons light up. And there's a little like black and white screen that also lights up like, like it's like green, right? It's like that kind of level, but like it shows incoming number and then that switches and you're seeing like a little dot matrix version of Caitlin and over the speaker phone's like, okay, this is better. I can use this for at least the next hour. So hi. Caitlin, I need a place to go that I can't be watched. Oh, because the cameras. Because of the cameras. Okay. Well, listen, as long as this phone has power, I can control the cameras around you and I can at least make them go off. Watch. And then a, the streetlight above you blinks off. See? And that's extremely handy. Um, she's literally the ghost in the machine. She's the ghost in the machine. That's extremely handy. I mean, like, here's the, here's the second worry is that if they just start seeing cameras go black one right after the other, they're still going to be able to track me even without, you know, being able to see me because I'm, I assume at least I am, you know, the most wanted person in the city at the moment. So that's something they're going to notice. If she's interrupting divine energy to shut a camera down, if they don't notice the image, they're going to notice the darkness. Exactly. There's good. There's going to be a hole, but there shouldn't be a hole. And if that hole is moving. So, uh, so what I want to say is, Caitlin, can you shut them all down? But I can guide you around them. That's also very helpful. I say, so I say again, I need a place that I cannot be watched. Okay. Okay. Follow me. Walk forward 324 feet. At Thainyard Street, take a left. She takes you down a couple back alleys, right? And then across a wide street that it takes you a while to negotiate. And then back into that park you were in earlier. And she just kind of walks you down into the park and like down kind of like under this bridge area. And there's some park benches and a fountain, but it's way out away from the lights and the streets and the cameras. You have arrived at your destination. There's nothing here. You're safe here. I mean, like, all right. So here's the issue. Like, yeah, I'm safe, I guess. Right. But then, like, what I need to get out, like, there is going to, I need a way to hide. So, can she, Caitlin, can you change 
what I look like to these cameras? No, I can't. If the camera sees you, it's going to see you. But I can keep an eye out for you. Now that I know where you are, now that there's an anchor that I can get to you, as long as this phone has power, we're good to go. Took you about half an hour to get here. And as she says that, there's a flashing red bar on the phone. Oh, dear, doesn't want to sleep on a fucking bench. She doesn't want to meditate in a goddamn park in the middle of the fucking night. With the commoners. With the goddamn trash. (laughs) Jesus. How low, how low the Lord of Ryland with his private fleet of fog cutters has fallen. He's got a gut. He's got an oversized uh, jacket as a as a uh, as a fucking blanket that reeks of orc and cigars. I mean, if there's one way to not be recognized, yeah, no one would expect this from Lord Haldir Loran. It goes against every instinct you have, which is probably keeping you safe right now. But holy shit, it just burned. Haldir may not be the Lord, may not be the demigod of guns, right. but he also might as well be. Right, I, I am sure. At least what Haldir would do, which is almost certainly what Al, what Dad, Daddy Haldir is doing, is is anytime there is a new development in any kind of weapon, like you bring it to me first. You're assuming that he's also the demigod of war. I I am assuming that. That's a great point. But you knew who he was, and he knew who you were before you became the god of war. So he might not be the god of war if this is indeed your future self on the exact same line that you're on, he's the god of war. But if it's not, and you saw many, many, many other Haldirs, he might not be the god of war. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Um, I, I think that the risk is still just is so high. Assume the worst. Always assume the worst right now. That's right. Yeah. And also, the worst might not be the god of war. The worst might be that he's the god of the fucking sun, you know? Right. that The like god he's of invention, taken, the god of, He's yeah. taken, like, the god of, you know, power, that, that he's, you know, the god of luck, that yep. he's literally killed slowly but surely each and every one of my friends, not friends, each and every one of the people that I'm currently traveling with. Totally. And, um, and take it. So, so, so worst case scenario is that he's, like, the god of everything. What if he's all know? the gods? Which is, which is, you know, what I hope for myself. And so, right. uh, so bravo to him. So good for him, you know. Like, <laughs> but he's also trying to kill. And so that this is what gets me to, is that it's not, you know, like he's not trying to work with 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 Haldir. He's trying to kill him. Initially, he was trying to dominate you, and have you be his servant, right? And right. then once you rejected him, then, and now have, I mean, we'll look at it from his uh, uh, view, view point. So this elder Haldir figured out a way to reach back into time or to reach out other people in time, or maybe just to find you. Because for some reason, you seem to be connected to all the other Haldirs. You particularly. When those lines came back, they came back to you. They didn't branch out to each other. They came straight to you. He found you because you're the nexus. So Elder Haldir finds you, realizes that you are the connection point between all the other Haldirs, and then manipulates you from a very young age to bring you up 
to be his lieutenant or servant or whatever so he can manipulate your power. You reject him. You close that loop. And then all of a sudden, you show up in his timeline. What the hell is he going to think? He hired somebody, clearly, the demigod of guns, paid him off, whatever he did, to try and kill me. But did he? Because, so I want, what, I, what I want to do is sitting in this, you know, in, in this area where there's nobody else around and I can't be watched. Sure. I, I want to summon that sniper rifle. Okay. That I... You summon the sniper rifle into your hands. And as soon as you do, this black chip falls off it and rolls onto the street in front of you, or raw onto the sidewalk or whatever. That's interesting. Yeah. So, um, this little black uh, stone. I'm going to pick that up and take a closer look. There's an instant hit of divine energy, your divine energy, coming from this stone. And as you hold it, it kind of like unfolds until it's a piece of fabric. And it's very familiar because it's definitely the same fabric that's made out of your coin purse. It's from your bag. It is part of your bag, except you have the whole bag right here. So it's the way I was tracked. This is the way I was traced. He's still got the fucking bag. So what I want to do, that's interesting. I know exactly how this rifle works. I... The reason I realized there was a sniper on me is because I had a red dot on my chest. But if I'm being honest, if you're like actually trying to kill somebody with a sniper rifle, in what world would you ever use an actual laser, right? And a sniper. So I want to see if I can turn it. First of all, if this, if this laser exists on the sniper and if I can turn it on or on and off. Again, the second you hold the gun, you know exactly how it works. And yes, there is indeed a laser sight on it, right? It's actually like divine energy sight, but you know what I, sure. you know, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And what it does is it gives you advantage. If you, if you, the way that this gun works, it works like a normal rifle, right? But if you take a round to focus in on someone with that red dot, you get advantage on the next shot. That's how it, that's how it works. I just don't buy that you would need advantage against a meditating, like a meditating elf from across the way, right? So it's like, so I think there's a third possibility and not that any of this helps me at the moment. It's, it's or a second possibility at least. Uh, so it's, it's that how Deer never wanted me to die. What he wanted me to do was realize that number one, I was known and also see like if I would, you know, or if there was a possibility that I would take this guy's powers, which I, I didn't end up doing, and I'm not quite sure how I would have done in the, in the process, you know. That red dot was in the center of your chest. Just before he fired, it moved over to your shoulder. Right. So you have to interpret that as he purposely wounded you instead of killing you. Maybe he doesn't want me dead. It's possible. It's an interesting thought. I mean, regardless, I'm, I'm not, before I know what the, what the reality is, I'm not willing to put myself in. Um, I mean, he certainly didn't mind having you be shot. <laughs> so there is that. Right? So what I want to know is like, Caitlin, you can steer me around the cameras. Oh, yeah. Can you see through those cameras? Yes, but I'll have to leave. All right. So the people that came after me, they had a feather. Yeah. On their collars. Oh, yeah. Or lapels or whatever it oh, is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, Can you find more? Oh, yeah, they're obvious. So, like, in this world, they're kind of heroes? 
and she um like like your little your little a screen flitches you know uh flips over and this like same black and white image you're seeing like a little news reel and you're hearing it through these bad cell phone speakers and it's like the heroes of the city blah 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 you know and and it's like introducing these characters they are like like Kodak Light Painter is the demigod of cameras, but they're called Flash, right? That's their nickname. So there's all these like demigods and they're all demigods, by the way, no gods, just demigods. And they all have a name like a superhero. They still have churches. For instance, the people that you fought were Bang Bang's paladins. So they had some abilities Right. Like they could basically cast divine smite on their guns and then shoot you with them and do more damage because they are the disciples of Bang Bang. So they're superheroes that can give others who believe in them power. Just like the gods do. Well, that's very interesting. Um, So, Caitlin, I'm going to need a list of exactly the demigods um, that have these um, abilities or that, that, that are part of this group. There's a couple that I think I know already because there's some chatter. There's a thing called a radio and they've been talking and there's like some channels that are private, but I can hear those private channels. And I know there's one named Balam. I don't really know a lot about her. She was pretty quiet. Kimber talked a lot. It's a unicorn. Demi got in neighborhoods. That one talked a lot. And then there's a kobold, Dooku, the demigod of prophet. He's got a gang called the Golden Goths, and they're all out looking for you. So we have Kodak, Balam, Kimber, Dooku, and Flash. Yes. So who is so, Flash? Uh, so, sorry, Kodak is Flash. Okay, that's okay, the, I okay, should be okay. using their nicknames. So that's Flash, yeah. A, uh, a Flash is the gnome with the camera. Balam, she doesn't know a whole lot about. Kimber is definitely a unicorn. It's an old unicorn who is the demigod of neighborhoods. And then there's this kobold who like dresses in like a velour tracksuit, gold rings, gold chains, gold <laughs> everything, right? Wearing like slides with like gold toe rings, right? And oh, is the yeah. demigod of profit. Fucking capitalism. Um, yep. And the golden goths, just to give some background because maybe she got some information, the golden goths are formed of young stockbrokers and middle managers that believe themselves victimized by their subordinates. So they joined the goths to seek revenge. So they oh. basically are these, you know, stockbrokers and middle managers who who dress up in like, you know, masks and this like this golden goth cosplay in order to beat the shit out of the of the lower level workers who are their sub who are their subordinates anyway. Oh, around. <laughs> I know I made a terrible thing. Oh. I made a monstrous thing. If there is anything that I, as like the raging socialist I am, wants to destroy, it is that. Here's the issue: is that like Hal Deer would love it. Hal Deer kind of <laughs> into it. Like he kind of gets it. Yeah. He's like, yeah, fuck these like low class, you know, plebeians. I made the worst thing possible. I I've know never I felt so conflicted. I know, right? Because, like, oh, like personally, you just want to be like, well, I'll kill him. I'll just kill them all. But I'll just same, kill right? every single one. Like, fuck whatever else is happening. Right. I will drop I'm everything gonna destroy and murder this whole gang. How dear's got how dear has money? Oh yeah, he's got a fuck ton of money. Not just Even the gold just you've got, it, but you've you know? also got platinum, and, gems, and you've got these gems platinum. on you worth thousands of gold. 
not worried about gold. So like the God of profit, like get on my level, you know? Um, That's right. With his, with his golden goths. All right. That could run into an issue, but like killing first, I, I don't even, let's wait until if, if that even becomes an issue, sure. which, which hold is like, not looking for more problems. If the problems yeah, come to like, him, he'll deal with them. Happen. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, my biggest issue is the cameras is Kodak is Mr. Kodak. So I need to know where he is. So Caitlin, can you tell me where Flash is? Where is Kodak? I can find him. I'll have to leave you for a while. Fine. Hold there, be careful, okay? I want to make sure you get out of here. Just find Kodak. Okay. And the phone goes off. So um, I, all I have to do is like leave it out. Yeah, you just close it and leave it out. It'll just recharge automatically as if it was plugged in. All right. So under this bridge, because right, I, I, am I under a bridge? Did I imagine you saying that? It's like New York, right? So there's you're in yeah, yeah, Central yeah. Park. There's these big bridges and these big open yeah. areas under them. There's a bench here and you know a fountain. So back to wall. I want to meditate. Um, will I heal at all for if I meditate for you know a few hours? If you take a long rest, you absolutely will. So let's say that you bandage your um, yourself up. So go into your care. Oh, we haven't been keeping track of your damage. How much damage did you take? Uh, I'm at 43 points out of 59, so I took 16 damage. If you see that button above you that says long rest, see, see that right above your hit points? If you click that and it'll say take a long rest, it'll also reset your hit points because when you take a long rest, you heal. And, and I want to put the phone out when I do this as well to try and like recharge it like they said. Yeah, just like you know, sitting off to the side of you. Yeah. You sit there, you, you take a nice four-hour rest while Caitlin's off looking for Mr. Light Painter. And while you're doing that, like towards the end of your rest, you hear a group of people approaching. Um, they're coming up towards me. Yeah. And so I'm sitting on a bench underneath a bridge type of thing or like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like right to the right of the bridge. Exactly. There's like a little public bench there. Yeah. Um, have I seen other homeless people sitting around? There's like occasionally one shuffles by. Right. And like anyone that gives you a look, you just stare down with death and they keep on going. So what I want to do is like wrap my coat around me. Summon my summon my weapons, but like in, inside of the coat, you know, just in case. I need to like whip out the coat with the guns and and, and then and and wait for, like, well, I mean, I guess what I want to know is what do I hear? You said people approaching. Are they talking to each other? They're definitely talking to each other, and they're going back and forth, and they sound familiar. And then you hear one of them go, "I knew that guy wasn't Hall Deer. Look at him." And there's those three elves that look like Rufio that you bumped into earlier <laughs> oh, in the yeah. park. We knew you were full of shit. That's interesting. All right. So they're, so they're coming by. They've all um, now, they, they're, they're kind of circling up and they're kind of like forming a little horseshoe around oh, you. Oh, so they see me. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and they recognize me as the guy. Had a bad night, did you? It's about to get worse. What I do is I want to you know, stand up, drop the coat. Sure. It just falls I want to take, yeah. I want to like pick up one hand and then pick up the other. And when I look at them, summon Tommy guns in both hands. Okay. Okay. I would like you to roll intimidation with advantage. 19. Okay. Yeah. Their eyes go wide and they go white and their hands are up. And like, whoa, 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 whoa. The hell is that? 
oh boy, is that finally something satisfying. You know, like this night hasn't been going well, but these goddamn motherfucking Rufio wood elves <laughs> panicking when I summon my, you know, my, my various weapons. Paul Deere loves when he can instill fear in other, like, in oh other people. Man, I love it. <laughs> like it just is so good. Uh, like that's better than the long rest that I've taken. Oh yeah. You know? like, Much that is more like, energizing. It's like, oh, oh. It's the first satisfying thing that's happened in hours. So he's like fighting back a smirk, you know, like, oh, yes, that's so good. And I'll say, say I'm not Hall D or say it again. Is that what you want us to say? You're not Hall D or you are Hall D. Like whatever you want to hear, man, whatever you want to hear. You fuckers, you dumb motherfuckers. So um, I'll say, get on your goddamn knees. And like, like they kind of look at each other, right? And then... Like they like, okay, okay. And like they all three just kind of kneel in front of you. You're so lucky that I'm not from here. You're so fucking lucky that I'm new. Well, yeah, well, we're lucky. Like where you're from, is it nice? I f- shut the fuck up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I've had a really rough night. I need a little something from you. Sure, man, whatever you want. You got it. Like so, so there. Are, I'm assuming there are gangs from back where like Hall Deer was. Like, so if I said, "Who do you run with?" Is that something that is even possible for him? It's. To- I mean, who do you run with is probably a little weird for you, but like you're like you know, who do you answer to? That kind of thing, right? Yeah. Who do you answer to? What is your clan? The wild elves or the wood elves are allowed to claim any non-built-up area. They can just claim it as far as like living in it, living on the land, it's basically an agreement that was made with them. Since this central park is undeveloped wild land, they can literally claim it as their territory. They can't exclusively claim it. They gotta let other people enjoy it, but they can live here, operate here, and it's legal, quote unquote. So they basically are just a small little gang that lives in the woods in the middle of the city. Um, so, uh that's really interesting. So what I want to know, so so what he's thinking is, are these, because like I fucking hate wood elves as a general rule, right? right? So like how do how do these people feel about you know Big Daddy Haldir? And so what what I'll say is, Haldir, you're opposed to him. Well, to to to, to it, it's, so like what do we call you? Just answer the fucking question. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, like, well, I mean, we don't like the man. Like, none of us like the man. They keep trying to take away our park. They keep trying to develop parts of our park. Yeah. Yeah, fuck him. Right? Is that right? You're in luck. Fuck him. Even more than fuck you. Okay. So so we like, like, on the level of fucking, like, he's big fucking. We like, just like under that? <sighs> These idiots. They're so dumb. They're so intolerably dumb. Like, it's just... All right, so I'm trying to figure out a way in in this scenario to, to get what they have and to get their allegiance, right? And to, like, be able to work with them without fucking myself up. Sure. So my, my initial reaction is, like, take me to your leader, but also I don't want to be so exposed in, in that way, right? Sure. I guess money, money talks. Money always money is talks. All, money is all, money is, money is always talk. I'll say, I'll say, all right, just st- stand up. Okay, and they kind of look at each other 
And the one in the middle stands up first and the other two are kind of on their knees still and he like smacks them and they quickly get up onto their feet. So I, I dis, dis, dismiss the guns and I'll say, you know, and I'll say, yeah, I'm not Haldir, but I'm somebody who really fucking hates him. Yeah, because you look just like him. Like if he was younger, like you look like him. Let's say I'm just a close relation. Oh, he's like his kid. Yeah, that makes sense. You want to knock off the old man and take his fortune, don't you? Fortune? Money? Is that all you can think about? Small-minded fucking idiots. One of them nods. Just, just, like, <laughs> just kind of smacks him like, hey, no, that's you, you fucking moron. Regardless, I can't do this alone. I, I need you. And it sounds like, looks like, you incompetent motherfuckers. You need me. What you need us to do, sir? So, I mean, I, all right. So, fuck. I, I just can't think of a way to do this without getting totally swamped and surrounded. So, I'm going to, so like, I, I can't, I mean, I, I just don't know if I can bring in the full clan, right? I don't know that I can bring in everybody. Sure. So, um, I mean, ideally, I'd have all the wood elves, right? Like under me, right. you know, doing Rufio, whatever Rufio, I, I tell have them your to little, do. Have your little Rufio. army, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but I just don't know if that's a possibility. So I, I think, <phone rings> shut the fuck up. And then I flip open the phone and answer it. Hey, hold dear. Uh, I found him. Where? Once you get out of the park, turn left at Saint Zion Boulevard. And then there's five more blocks, and he's just at a diner. How much security? Well, it's a diner, so none. None? Is he with anybody? No, he was just sitting in a booth. He's got some photos in front of him. Mm, that's interesting. All right. The last thing he expected was to be able to be tracked the way that he tracks people. Uh, um, and so I'll say, is there any way to enter without being seen? Because uh, I, I have to assume that he can see all cameras all at the same time. Oh, yeah, like, I can get you there, and, like, there might be a camera. I don't know if they have no, I don't know if it works. It looks really old, but there might be a camera out front. But if you go in the back through the kitchen, you should be fine. Hmm, that's interesting. All right, so then what I say is... It's called the Fainting Goat, by the way. So the Fainting Goat, the fainting great goat grill. name. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> um, so I, I reach into the pouch, and I want to I pull out, a, like, a gemstone. Something that is... There's like a couple small ruby chips, probably worth a hundred gold each. So I take out w like one for each one of them, right? Your eyes go so wide. like three ruby chips. Yeah. And I'll say like, I need your help. And like, yeah, what do you want us to do, man? So I would give, I give one ruby chip each, right? Yeah. They're very eager. I expect you to be professionals. Oh yeah. All I need. And so what I want to explain, so what I explained to them is just, I'm looking for a man. What I want you to do is I just want you to wait outside of the Fainting Goat Diner. Oh, yeah, we know that place. If you see what, he's a, he's a gnome, right? Yes, yes. He is a little, he is a little gnome, like a, like about, he went to like 25, 26, you know, blonde hair, basically looks, no, like red curly hair. So he looks like the photographer from the Superman storyline. So there's Lois Lane and whoever the hell that guy's name with the red hair yep. and the freckles. Yep. That's what he, I know exactly that's what he looks about. like. Yep. Yeah. I don't remember his name. Yeah. Whatever yeah. his name is. Yeah. All right. So I'll say, I want you to stand outside 
And for the next hour, no gnomes leave out that front door. Okay. And if they do, you hold them. You hold them until I come by. Yeah. And if anybody gives you any hassle, we meet back right here. Oh, okay. You want to stay here? Like on the bench? You got money, man. No. Just go to the fucking diner and do what I say. Yes, sir. We gone. So, like, how do you want us to contact you? Do you want us to call you on your phone? If he, if he, if you catch him, I'll know. Just meet me back here. Okay. We on it, sir. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks for not killing us. And like, so then they're going to go. And once they're out of sight, I'm going as well. Yeah. Okay. And so I want Caitlin to guide me to the back of the diner. Sure. Okay. So you let him get a head start. Right. And they're like little Tiva sandals and they're fucking, you know, rooster crow shit. And so and they're fucking Mohawks and they head off and like you give them like a little bit of a head start. And then she leads you a different way because they just take the straight route there. Slight left around King's Isle Reservoir. And she leads you like around the pond in the middle and like through the back and up to where you can see the back door to the kitchen. And you, and by the time you get there, you can also see that they're already kind of hanging out on like us in, in like a small park across the way from the diner, keeping an eye on it. So yeah, I want to go in the back. So you go into the back of the kitchen, and immediately there's a dwarf who looks up, who's washing dishes, and he's like, "Yo, you got a delivery? I'm just here to talk to somebody, and I, I want to slide him like a gold piece." Have a good conversation, sir. He pops it into his thing and continues to wash the dishes. So I, I go in the back. You walk through the kitchen and then there's like double doors, like those half doors you can see over them, like like the barn doors you would see in a saloon, right? Everything's greasy and dirty. You don't want to touch a fucking thing. But you can see very clearly this gnome in the back corner at a big booth, bunch of photos laid out in front of him, eating this huge stack of pancakes. The pancakes are probably piled as high as his head, coated with syrup and butter. So uh, uh, what time is it? Because uh, I'm imagining it's like six in the morning type of thing. Six or seven a.m. because you slept for another four hours. So yeah. So I got to the, I got there. So I guess it would have been probably two. So I'm imagining, yeah, so like 6 a.m. So the sun is just coming up, but it's still not very many people around. There's probably a hand, like maybe half a dozen people in here because it's like got the morning rush a crowd, bunch of guys like hung over with mugs of coffee in front of them at the counter, that kind of thing. So um, he's in a booth, you said? The far booth in the corner. All right. So he's looking down at his, is he looking down at his, at his stuff? Or? Very focused on the photos in front of him. So I walk, I walk up to, to the booth and I, without him seeing like I just slide down into the seat across from him. Fuck. And then I take one hand and I place it down like next to his sheet of papers. So there's a little bit hidden from anybody else who might walk him by. And I just summon the revolver in that hand. Fuck. Fuck. So I say, you and me, we're going to have a talk. Talking's good. Talking sounds great. Who, who, who fucking hires you? Well, someone looks a lot like you. So that's, that's like, I mean, like, all right. I mean, you are him. Like, yes, you're a younger version of him, but like, it's like looking into a mirror for them. And Lord Hall Dearlerang is not someone to fuck with. It is like, it's like, it's like fucking with the secretary of state, right? Like he's not the president, but he might as well be. So he's like, 
yeah, I was hired by, I don't know, your uncle, your dad, well, like, whatever. Lord, like, Lord Haldir, he pays us to do little jobs here and there. And I was just paid to find you and send your photos to the others. The others? What others? And much like uh, Caitlin was talking earlier, they, he mentions Balam, he mentions Kimber, he mentions Dooku, and Bang Bang. And then he slides a photo across the table. Guess you don't have to worry about Bang Bang, though. And it's a photo of Bang Bang laid out in the street with bullet holes and blood running into the gutter. Very artistic, black and white, nicely framed. <laughs> um, I want to know more about Balam. Balam, who is Balam? Oh, man. Gosh, she's some fucking scary-ass chick. She's the demigod of sewers, and she lives in the sewers. And when you see her out of the sewers, she's a bombshell blonde, right? Knock you on your ass, six feet tall, heels up to her knees. But that's not what she looks like. What she is is a red slod. And for what you... You don't know what that is, but Hall Deer knows what that is. It's a big, giant, nine-foot-tall demon frog creature. Okay, so she can take like a human form. All right, that's helpful. So that's at least one thing I didn't know before. Yeah. Is there any way for me, for Hall Deer to like know or discover how, in theory, I would take these people's powers if I wanted to like kill them to do it? You know, every single demigod, every single god has a way to kill them. And take the power. The question is, does Haldir know that? No, I mean, I guess he wouldn't. He knows in theory. So, right. so here's what Haldir knows. Yeah. He, he knows that by killing um, the oh, god of, of war, he, he took his power. Right. No, you directly experienced that. So you do know yes. that. So you do know that in theory, there should be a way to kill every god or demigod and then steal their powers. He just doesn't know. I, and I guess because he killed the demigod of, of guns. Right. He knows that just killing them isn't the answer. Right. And when you did kill them, there was a woof of divine energy, but it just dissipated out everywhere. It didn't launch into you like it did with the demigod of with, with the god of war. So the question is, is there a way to do it? Like, is there a way for me to discover before I fucking murder this person? Well, yeah, there's a way to do How it. How to do it. Like you well, old you I don't know. Hold dear and like like points off to the side to differentiate between that Haldir and you. I mean, they get, Haldir's got files on everybody. If anyone knows, it's going to be old man Haldir. So what can he do? You just tell me about Haldir. Well, he owns the city, basically. Yeah, okay, so he's fucking rich. Yeah. What else can he do? Well, he's got these lions he likes to parade about. All right, he's got... Okay, but what can he do? Oh, well... I mean, we've all seen him use magic. Like, he's a powerful magic user. And he's also basically got the whole city in his pocket. I mean, can he do things? Yeah, but like he doesn't do things. He pays other people to do things. I mean, like, yeah, that's a smart way to do things, right? Like, so, so that doesn't tell me anything, right? It's not at all helpful. And like, like, like the gun twitches a bit. It's like, well, look, 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 look. I can tell you one thing. I can tell you where you can find him, where he's vulnerable. <laughs> so fucking tell me. Okay, look. He's got this fucked up kink, right? He likes to beat people. He likes to hurt them. He likes to see them hurt, right? And he'll like slip out with just a couple bodyguards. You know, once in a while, and he'll go to this club, man. 
I'm pretty sure he's going to be there tonight. He could already, I'm um, sorry, well, the night's passed, so he would have been there. He might go there again tomorrow. Like, I can get some information, but I mean, he's going to be at the dedication ceremony in like five hours. Don't try for him there, though, man. He'll have the cops around him. Yeah. Everybody. And there's no reason for, for Holiday to try for him there anyway, right? Because it's not like he's on a time crunch. Right. It's not like he needs to get him that night. As far as he's concerned, another day, like he's going to go back in time another hundred years. Anyway, Wait, what, so is it, not what does it matter? Are you even in the future? Like, what is this? I mean, it could be anything. That's a great point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's an alternate reality, really, is what we've ended up in. Yep. Not in the future. Not, not at least in my future. Right. I mean, it's very similar. He's got lions. He had the exact same bag you did that was literally the same bag in separate areas, which is why he was able to track right. you. I mean, yeah. So there's like, it's very much you, but also might not be you. <laughs> All right. Now tell me about yourself. Oh, well, I mean, I'm a photographer. I do a little bit of painting on the um, side and I just, you know, I just keep to myself and do what I got to do. And he's got like all these photos out in front of him. And they're just photos he took throughout the night. So yeah, there's Kenku. Yeah, there's you. Yeah, there's Bang Bang. Yeah, there's the hotel. But there's also like a nice picture of like an alley. Like he got a close up of the blood running into the sewer. Like there's all these like artistic shots that he's, that he's clearly taking just because he loves to take photos. Oh, Ram, you're killing me. <laughs> Because here's the problem is that, like, I think Haldir would love to kill him and take his powers. Sure. But, like, me as a person, I don't really want to do that because he sounds like a really fun guy. He seems pretty harmless. And, like, a really nice, extremely wholesome, harmless type of dude. Yeah. You know? like, also, he might not know, like, you don't, like, you didn't know. You wouldn't have known how someone could take your powers unless you took them. Zion doesn't know how anyone can take his powers. Para doesn't know how people can take his powers. This guy probably doesn't know how, or even is aware that his powers could be taken. I mean, but I know. Yeah, you do. I know that I can take them. Yeah, you do. I don't know how, but I know that I can. You sure fucking do. Oh. Do I want to do this? Well, suss it out. <laughs> like, you, like um, with Bang Bang, if you had used his gun, you, and like by holding his gun afterwards, you knew like you just had this insight, like, cause you can, you held his gun. It was connected to him, all that divine energy. If you just had shot him with this gun, you know, you could have taken his powers. The God of war had to capitulate to you to allow you to take his powers. Logic it out. What is it with the God of photography or the God of cameras? I mean, it's a really good question, right? Cause there's like, what, what, I don't know, like the flash is it, is it the picture? You know, is it, you know, do I have to take a picture of him when he's dead? Do I like record him currently dying? You know, uh, and, and so there's, there's, there's really good question, really good questions. Um, so listen, he's an antagonist. He's an antagonist. So I think um, what I want to do is that he has, does he have any cameras on him currently? Oh yeah. Yeah. He's got a camera on his neck. Right. And then there's like a, the, like a boxy thing. With like a net, like it's different than the one he's got around his neck. There's no flash on it. There's, there's no cord. It's like, it's a little handy camp, right? It's a little cam accorder he's got off to the side. So I'll say, let me see that camera. Oh, and like, like the, oh yeah. And he like pulls it out and he flips open a screen and he turns it around. He's like, yeah, it's, yes, it just, it's just a video camera. See, 
So I want to reach out and take it from him. He, like, he lets you take it. And he's got like Do a, I feel anything from it? There's, again, some divine energy like there is with everything else. And like there's a little record button on it. And you don't understand how it works, but there's but it, but it says record. And it, you, know, you know what that means because people write down to record things. There's play and pause, which don't make any sense. But and there's like other things like there's but it's like a like it's on as soon as he flips open the 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 screen it's on so you're looking at the little flip out and it's like a little TV like you saw earlier and it's pointed at him so you're currently looking at him in the camera i think at least i have an idea so i said okay thanks and i keep the camera and then i stand up and i say you're going to come with me oh oh Okay, but like, I got to report in, in, in an hour. If I don't report, people going to know. If you don't come with me, you're never going to report. I got you. And he just, just quickly gathers up all his photos, shoves them into his satchel that he's got around him, and he slides out from the booth. He tosses a couple silver to pay for his meal. See you, Latrice. And he starts following you out of the diner, trying to act normal. Ram, should what I do kill you this guy? Do, Lord Haldir Laron? I don't want to, right? Like me as a real person, as like an actual human who is like who is enjoys you know fiction and characters, and like you've created this guy to be a really like just kind of wholesome dude who's just doing something for a living, and he's like a demigod. Like I don't want to actually murder him, but I feel like Haldir would do this. This guy is scrounging around, scrounging around spying on people, right? Spying on you, invading your privacy. And he's small, not just because he's a half, not sorry, not just, not just because he's a gnome, but he's a small, meek person. <sighs> Jesus Christ. All right. So we're going to go out. We're going to go out and we're going to go out the back. I mean, it doesn't really matter, but you know, the less people that see me. One of the Rufio elves has like got eyes on the back and when he sees you go out the back, he like looks up and he and he slaps the other people and he points and he sees you with the gnome and they start walking over, like kind of like looking left and right to make sure no one's looking, but they walk over to you. So wh wh when they get close enough to hear me, all I, I just kind of growl, like just go back to the park. Got it, boss. Finger guns and they, <laughs> and they walk away. And so I want to take this guy like... I'm assuming, so I, I'm, I'm imagining the back as like a back alley. Is there any any place that I can, you know, find that? And as soon as you like step into a, as soon as you guide him into a back alley, he's like, hey, so like, you know, if you're from out of town, like I can show you around. Uh, maybe uh, maybe uh, we can stay at my mom's place for a while if you need a place to lay low or we can talk to some of my other friends or like, you know, my girlfriend and I like that. Like he's like giving you as much personal information as he can because he read that <laughs> news article where the more personal information you get, the less you chance get. you're going to get shot in the back of the head. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So I want to take him like into an alley where there's nobody. And then I want, and then I set up the camera. Yeah. I want to put it down, sure. hit the record button. It's got like a little fold out, a tripod. You can like yeah, set it on say, a ledge. So I look at him and I just say, don't worry. I just want to try something very quick. Oh, sure. Like, do you want to know about settings? Like the ISO has got to be low for the lights down. And I'll say, yeah, perfect. Do you know, just let me know, step into the frame. Yeah. And let me see what I can do about so this. So he walks up to the camera. He gets all the settings right. And he steps back and he flips the lens over. So like you can both see it. 
and he and he like kind of centers himself perfectly and he's like like kind of like goes back turns it a bit steps back underneath like this one light on the side of the building so he's perfectly illuminated his face behind him everything's balanced just right what do you think it's a pretty good shot and i'll say is it recording yeah see that little red dot there that means it's re- it's rec- it's recording right now perfect and so and just in one smooth motion Aldir like brings up his brings up his hand, takes out the revolver, and I want to like shoot this guy in the forehead. He doesn't see it coming. It's too quick. It's too fast. He can't stop. You're point blank. You blast this guy in the forehead. His brains explode out onto the uh, building behind him. You see this this like the camera. It's it's a black and white image, but this like it's like chocolate syrup, right? As it, and he's just slumps to the ground there's this expansion of divine energy and then it gets sucked right into you you know exactly how that camera works you know exactly how the camera in your phone works that you didn't even know you had you can sense all the cameras around you and you are now in addition to the god of war you are now the demigod of cameras and let's go ahead and wrap this session up right there because that's a pretty damn good (laughs) endpoint. Thank you for joining us for this episode of God's Fall, Kodak Light Painter. For early podcast releases, my DMs notes, behind-the-scenes videos, character profiles, and original RPG content, check out patreon.com slash vardian. For more information about the world of Kalgun and links to download a copy of the God's Fall worldbook, head over to godsfall.com. And we'll see you next time in the world of the Five Kingdoms. This show was produced and edited by Dead Ghost Productions. Find out more about us and all the shows we make at deadghostpro.com. <laughs>